Previously on Transformers University, we talked about the birth of the Transformers toy line and the success of the brand in North America, and now we are venturing out to Europe and to Japan to find out exactly how those toys came out over there in this edition of Transformers University. Hello, my friend, and welcome to episode 26 of Transformers University. I am your host, Anthony Brutali, and today we're going to talk about the Transformers brand as it spread across the world in 1985. So, 84, it was primarily contained to North America, to the United States, to Canada. Um, and towards the end of 84, the line had started to branch out into the UK. And by 1985, it had spread across Europe. Uh, Japan had re-released toys that were already sold there under the Microchange and Diaclone lines. And Transformers, as a worldwide phenomenon, was happening in 1985. It's part of why we are spending so much time on 1985, is because there is just a lot to talk about. So, today we're going to focus on two areas of the world. Uh, that received the Transformers line in 1985. In those areas, we're going to focus on uh, Europe, and by way of Europe, Australia, and New Zealand, uh, because for the most part, releases in uh, Europe and in the UK uh, were the same in Australia and New Zealand. And if they weren't, please drop me a line, because uh, as far as I know, uh, the most I can make of especially early Transformers history uh, in the regions of New Zealand and Australia is it's very similar to that of uh, Europe and the UK in particular. Uh, and of course, we're going to talk about Japan and we're going to start in Japan. But first, just want to give a quick shout out to all of my Patreon students. I know you enjoyed the last episode really early and hoping you're enjoying this one early as well because all of our Patreons get access to this episode at least 24 hours in advance, sometimes several days ahead of schedule. And if you would like to join the Patreon, swing on by patreon.com slash T-F-U-I-N-F-O. Patreon.com slash T-F-U-I-N-F-O. All right, so let's talk about the Japanese line, uh, the toy line as it went into Japan in 1985. Now, the line itself bore the name Fight! Super Robot Lifeform Transformers. That's right, I said. Super Robot Lifeform Transformers. And if you want to know where that clip of audio is from, I'm going to clue my patrons into that uh, real soon, probably this week. So if you're one of my uh, Patreon subscribers, you'll find out exactly where that audio is from. Some of you regular listeners may know. I'm sure I'll get a text message or two. All right, so in Japan... The lines were mainly combined into one large toy line. So 84 and 85, being it was 1985, uh, the toys were repackaged and resold uh, in their Transformers branded form, for the most part, in Japan. Now, in Japan, they weren't called Autobots or Decepticons. They were called Cybertrons, which were the Autobots, and Destrons, which were the Decepticons. 
the Japanese toy line was very similar to the U.S. one for the most part. Uh, they got many, many of the releases that came out here in the United States. Uh, everything was sold in little boxes, not on blister cards. And all of the figures were numbered. And there was a consecutive uh, series of numbers for the most part. And I, I found some gaps in the numbers when I was doing my research here. Uh, so the, we'll bring those up as we go. Um, there were some oddities uh, as far as figures that were left out of the toy line in Japan uh, for the first, uh, for 85, and for the toys that were meant to support uh, the original cartoon run of uh, the first two seasons of the show. Super Robot Lifeform Transformers. So, with most toy lines, it always begins with the leader of the good guys, and that would be Optimus Prime. Convoy. Right, right. So Optimus had his name changed in Japan to Convoy. And Convoy was the first in the series of toys. Now, uh, the second figure in the line, and these are this is going by number. So number two was Hound. Number three was Wheeljack. Number four was Lambor, which is Sideswipe uh, in the Western world. And uh, for the most part, the first ten or so numbers here are the Autobot cars in some form. Uh, number five is Alert, which is interesting because that's a 1985 figure, and uh, most of the 85 figures seem to be relegated to the higher numbers, uh, and Alert is one of those exceptions. Six, Meister, which is uh, Jazz. Seven is Liger, which is Mirage. I hope I'm saying that right. It's L-I-G-I-E-R, so Liger or Ligier. Uh, number eight is Streak, which is Blue Streak. Number nine is Prowl, and yeah, I should note here, I'm using the Japanese names, so Optimus Prime Convoy is Convoy. Convoy. So where did I leave off? Nine? Nine is Prowl, uh, and ten was Inferno. So some of these characters do also share names with their uh, U.S. counterparts. Starting at eleven, we end up in uh, the Minibot territory, and this is mostly the original Minibot. So we have uh, eleven is Bumble, which is Bumblebee. Uh, 13 is Cliff, which is Cliff Jumper. 14 is Drag, uh, known in the West as Huffer. 15 is Gong, known in the West as Brawn. And that is the first 15 Autobots. Now we get to 16, and 16 is an important number because this 16 stays with the character later on, way in the future. But uh, it's certainly worth noting because uh, it does get referenced occasionally. The 16th figure is Megatron. Now the Megatron they got in Japan was very different than the one we got here in the United States. Um, gone were the red plastic pieces on the inside of his legs, replaced with blue plastic pieces, and the chrome for his gun uh, was flat gray. So the figure looked uh, fairly different in Japan. Plus, he kept his firing mechanism and came with the pellets for firing. He did not come with his scope or stock or silencer parts, which means he didn't come with his fusion cannon, um, but he did come with a giant silver chromed out sword. So the 17th figure is Soundwave, and he is not included with buzzsaw as he normally would be in, in the United States. He is actually packed with Rumble, the red one. 18 is Frenzy, the blue one. 19 is Jaguar, who is Ravage. Uh, 20 is Condor, also known as Laserbeak in the United States. And 21, we find a very interesting 
uh, figure available, and that is Reflector. And we haven't talked about the Reflector figure, which is an imported microchange figure of three characters, Spectro, Spyglass, and Viewfinder, that uh, transform into one fairly almost regular size camera, kid size camera. So it feels like, you, and it actually, you know, it has like a bit of a working feature. You can look through the lens. You can uh, press one of the buttons that makes it sound like it's taking a photo. That figure was only available in the United States by mail order in 1986. So we haven't even spoken about this figure yet in the United States. And that figure came out first in Japan in 85. Moving on, 22, 23, and 24 are the Jets, Starscream, Skywarp, Thundercracker, respectively. And then 25, we go back to the Autobots, and this is where it gets a little weird with the numbering. 25 is Trailbreaker, who is an 84 Autobot figure, and um, for some reason got pushed way back uh, until after all of the Decepticons were released. And actually, it's a good question to know if this is the order they were released, or, you know, as far as the waves go, or if these are just the numbering system to keep track of the figures. 26 through 30 are the Dinobots, uh, Grimlock, Sludge, Slag, Snarl, and Swoop, in that order. And then 31 begins the Constructicons. So 31, you get uh, Long Haul, 32 is Scrapper, 33 is Gren, known as Hook in the United States. 34 is Mixmaster, 35 Scavenger, 36 Bone Crusher, and 37 is the Devastor. Slightly different uh, spelling and pronunciation for Japan. Devastor uh, gift set. 38 we get Broadcast, known as Blaster in the U.S. And 39 is Perceptor. 40 begins our Insecticons with Kickback, Bombshell, and Shrapnel. 43 is Blitzwing. And then 44 through 47, we end up back with Autobot cars, tracks, smokescreen, hoist, and grapple. So the 48th figure in the line was Astrotrain. So the triple changers seem to have bookended the Autobot cars here. And it's interesting to note Astrotrain came in much different colors than he did in the U.S. or as shown in the U.S. catalog. So... Astrotrain kind of has a funny history as far as colors go. He was shown in dark gray and purple in the toy catalogs in the U.S. He was released in purple and beige in the U.S. And in Japan was released in a more black and white color scheme that looked more like a realistic space shuttle. And finally, last in the numbering for consecutive numbers in 85, at 49 was Shockwave which I guess Takara licensed from Toyko in Japan. So we skip numbers 50 through 55, and uh, I have an idea of what could have fit into those numbers. 56 and 57 are the second wave of jets in Ramjet and Thrust. Now, Dirge, the third in that series, was a mail-order exclusive in Japan and bore the number 97. From there, we still skip some more numbers, another four entries, 58, 59, 60, and 61. Pick up at 62, and that would be some more mini-bots in Powerglide, Beachcomber, and Sea Spray in that order. Now, the rest of the second-year mini-bots, the other two, were mail-away exclusives, and they had the numbers 86 for Adams, that's his name, in Japan. In the U.S., you know him as Cosmos, and 87 Warpath. So those, so in addition to the 
mail-away figures of Dirge and Warpath and Adams. There were a few other mail-away options in Japan in 85. So Ratchet, the Autobot medic, was only available by mail order, and he had the number 99 uh, designated on his packaging. Additionally, just like in the U.S., the Omnibots, Downshift, Camshaft, Overdrive, were also available via mail order, and they were called the Double Changers in Japan. Lastly, there were a couple of multi-pack sets available in Japan. There was the VSX set, which was Optimus Prime. Convoy. Right, Convoy versus Megatron. And there was the VSZ set, and that was... Sunstreaker, Skids, and Buzzsaw. So if you're keeping track at home versus the U.S. line, you'll notice there were a handful of omissions in the Takara-released Japanese line. Some of these are pretty easy to explain. Some of these are not easy to explain at all and make no sense. So they might explain why there are a number of slots missing in terms of the numbering. Now, because this line was released by Takara in Japan, the toys brought over from Bandai in the U.S. couldn't be sold in Japan by Takara because they're made by a competitor. So that means Jetfire and the Deluxe Insecticons, Barrage Chop Shop, Venom, and Ransack, and the Deluxe Autobots of Whirl and Roadbuster were not sold in Japan. It also means Omega Supreme was not sold in Japan, being uh, from Takotoku Toys. So those are the kind of the, the obvious ones. Now, if you're really keeping track, you'll notice there's one Minibot and one Autobot car missing, and both of which appeared in the cartoon and on the show and were promoted as part of the brand in Japan but did not receive toys, and that would be Gears, who had an entire episode about him in the... G1 cartoon, and a, a huge omission in Ironhide. So Ironhide was also not available in the Japanese line in 85. And as you can see, Ironhide, Gears, Jetfire, Omega Supreme, that's one, two, three, four characters, plus the four deluxe Insecticons makes eight, and the two deluxe Autobots makes ten. And if you look at numbers 50, 51, 52, 53, 54, and 55, that's six entries missing. And then we're missing 58, 59, 60, and 61. That's four entries missing. So I have a feeling those 10 figures were slated to be released with those numbers and never did. That's just speculation on my part. If you know different, please reach out to me on Twitter at TFU underscore I-N-F-O. And that's going to bring us to... Europe, where Optimus Prime was called... Convoy. Nope. He was called Optimus Prime. And uh, we're going to start with the UK. So there's a... We're going to bounce around Europe a bit here. Um, There's basically three different groups of releases in Europe as far as Transformers go. So there was Hasbro UK, which pretty much took care of the UK. Makes Mm -hmm. sense. Uh, and then there was Milton Bradley, who had the license from Hasbro in uh, a number of other countries, mainly France, Germany, Belgium, 
the Netherlands and Spain. And then there is a company called Geek that had the license to do Transformers from Hasbro and had also done Takara's Diaclone line in Italy. And we'll get to them as well. But we're going to start with the UK. Now, according to my research, and this is mainly uh, me cribbing a little bit of the TF Wiki page on uh, the European line, and then just kind of uh, reorganizing it to present it here. Uh, the UK had toys uh, in late 84, uh, but they had a smaller launch than the US at the time. Uh, among the figures launched that year were Optimus Prime, uh, the quote-unquote strike plane, which were Starscream, Skywarp, and Thundercracker, a handful of Autobot cars, Hound, Ratchet, Mirage, Jazz, Sideswipe, and Blue Streak. And it's interesting to note that character selection because Jazz and Mirage are featured heavily in the first original Marvel UK Transformers comic, Man of Iron. And then fortunately for the folks in the UK, Ratchet was featured heavily thereafter for a few issues. the UK also got all six of the original Minibots, plus the two variations in Cliffjumper and Bumblebee uh, in swapped colors, and Soundwave and all of his cassettes. Now, the odd thing here with the first launch in Europe is that there was no Megatron released in 84, and about half of the Autobot cars. Now, moving on to 1985, when the UK would get a much bigger and broader Transformers line, Plus, the rest of Europe would start to see the Transformers brand. In the UK, there was Optimus, and Optimus actually had a variation uh, where he had red feet in 1985, and we'll talk a little bit more about that as we get to the rest of Europe. Uh, The UK also finally got Megatron and the rest of the first-year Autobot cars, along with the rest of the second-year Autobot cars. They received the second year Minibots, the Insecticons, and they even got Jetfire in late 1985. They also received uh, the second wave of Decepticon Jets, and they received the Dinobots, but without Swoop. And again, this ties back to the Marvel UK comic a bit, in that if you had heard the last episode we did on the Marvel UK comic, Swoop dies uh in his featured issue. I almost wonder if that was part of Simon Furman's reasoning to killing off Swoop since the toy wasn't being released in the UK. So once again, we had a, a number of figures here that had competitor licenses that could not be released in the UK, notably Omega Supreme, the Deluxe Insecticons, and the Deluxe Autobots and Shockwave. However, not explained by this The Constructicons were not released as part of the G1 line in the UK, nor were Blaster or Perceptor. Now, moving on to a bigger chunk of mainland Europe with Milton Bradley, as I mentioned earlier. Germany, France, the Netherlands, Belgium, and Spain. And they got toys in a very bizarre order. Now, because of Joustra, uh, a company that held a toy company in Europe, that held the rights to some of these molds and toys via the Diaclone brand uh, in Europe, these toys needed to be released out of order to some extent. So Wave 1 in the rest of Europe via Milton Bradley featured the Autobot leader... Convoy. Nope. 
Jetfire also featured the Deluxe Autobots and Blaster and the Jump Starters. They received the second year Minibots, the second year Jets, the Dinobots, once again without Swoop, Megatron, Soundwave with Buzzsaw, the Triple Changers, Shockwave, the Insecticons, and Deluxe Insecticons, as well as the Constructicons. So, somewhere between Wave 1 and Wave 2, Hasbro and the company CG, which was Joustra's parent company, struck a deal. And this soon... Uh, this allowed Diaclone product to be replaced as Transformers, and in doing so, some excess Diaclone product that Joustra still had was repacked into Transformers packaging. So Wave 2 saw CG manufacturing some toys as well, such as Optimus Prime, and this is the red toe variant uh, I spoke of earlier. So CG, it's a French company, they were manufacturing some of these toys for Europe, and... Uh, used red plastic for Optimus Prime's toes as opposed to the standard blue before switching back to blue. The Minibots, the rest of Europe, received uh, Windcharger, Gears, Brawn, and Huffer, but not Cliffjumper or Bumblebee, uh, at least as far as I can tell from what I was looking at. The Autobot cars were Prowl, Wheeljack, Mirage, Ratchet, Jazz, and Trailbreaker, so additionally for Milton Bradley, they released Sunstreaker, but they released him in a package that was labeled Sideswipe, had Sideswipe's art, but had the Sunstreaker toy inside. And lastly, they released Trax, and eventually they would release him in blue, but they repacked a number of Diaclone product red Traxes uh, in the Transformers packaging. They also released uh, Starscream and Thundercracker, but they released Thundercracker uh, in Starscream's box, and apparently with some of Starscream's factory-applied stickers, mainly on the jet body, at least from what I could find. His wings, which do have different stickers than Starscream's wings, still seem to have the Thundercracker stickers. As far as cassettes go, uh, the rest of Europe received Ravage and Laserbeak, but they were packaged individually, as opposed to being in two packs like they were in the United States. And finally, that brings us to Italy, and as I mentioned earlier, Geek, the company that people tend to call Gigi, uh, because the logo looks like it says Gigi. The factions were named the Auto Robots, and they were fighting the Destructors. And just like with Japan, we're going to talk about these characters with their Italian names. Now, fortunately for you, I am not fluent in Italian, uh, but I did take Italian as my second language from uh, second grade all the way through high school uh, because I am of Italian-American descent and grew up in an Italian-American neighborhood, and that's what our schools offered. Um, so I can at least sound like I speak Italian. Um, and we're going to find out what some of these words mean as well. Now, not everything was released in Italy. Uh, most notably, the mini cars were never released by Geek. Uh, so if you see an Italian name for it, it's from the dub of the TV show. But uh, So that means they didn't get Bumblebee or Cliffjumper or Braun, Huffer or Gears or any of the second year ones or Windcharger. Um, none of those were released in Italy. Uh, however, the auto... The Auto robot leader was, and his name was 
convoy. Nope, his name was Commander. They received a handful of the Autobot cars in Italy, but not all of them. So they had Tigre, which was uh, jazz, and that means tiger. I didn't even have to look that one up. I know that one from memory. They had Frichia, which was sideswipe, and that word, Frichia, you can say it with me, means arrow. Sunstreaker, uh, whose name was uh, Linche, which is lynx, like the, uh, the type of cat. They had Mirage, whose name was Mistero, which means mystery. Hound was named Kanguro, which is uh, a kangaroo. So yes, Hound's name was Kangaroo in Italy. Wheeljack's name was uh, Saeta, which is uh, also means arrow, but uh, can also mean a flash of lightning. Red Alert was named Jaguaro. It's a fun one, right? Jaguaro, which is uh, Jaguar. Uh, which probably explains why his name was changed uh, in 1987 to Alert. Uh, Inferno uh, kept his name, uh, and translated means Inferno, I believe. I'm going to Google that. Whew. Actually, yeah, well, it means Inferno. It can mean Hell also. And then Grapple was named uh, Gancio, which means Hook. Go figure. Now, there were only nine Autobot cars in total and there were some interesting uh, changes to those cars. Their missiles were replaced with what uh, the wiki calls bopper missiles and they were just kind of long. They look like plungers really. They look like uh, miniaturized versions of a toilet plunger so they had a big round end on one side and the other side of the missile locked into the launcher. Uh, additionally Mirage who has the word Satanes, which is a French uh, cigarette company on his side, had a sticker with the word Ligier, uh, like his Japanese name, uh, stuck over the Satanes logo. And then later on, that would actually just be tampographed onto the figure. In Italy, all five Dinobots were actually released, so that means the only place you could get Swoop was in Italy. Um... Grimlock was named Tyran, which uh, doesn't seem to translate, but I guess it's probably short for Tyrannosaur. Same goes for Swoop, who was named Reptilo. Uh, again, another one not translating. Sludge was named Bronto. Slag was named Tricex, which is uh, an interesting word since there's no X in the Italian alphabet. Uh, and so... Uh, interesting to see that one, which means it's it's kind of anglicized, and then uh, and then Snarl was named Stego. Uh, the triple changers were released in Italy uh, as Triplex, Uno, and Due. Uno being one, Astrotrain, and Due being Blitzwing. The Decepticon planes were released uh, individually, but they all shared a single box, and those were. Uh, Starscream as uh, with the name Astrum, Thundercracker with the name Vampiro, which which means vampire, and and Skywarp with Corvo, which means crow. Additionally, the Constructicons were released in Italy by Geek, but they were released in individual boxes, not on blister cards. So they were released in Italy in a way that was more similar to what Takara did. In fact, they had Takara's logo on the packaging and sported the numbers of the figures 
from the line. Now, the Constructicons, of course, they had Italian names. Bone Crusher was Scudo, which means shield. Uh, Scavenger was Braccio, which means arm. Scrapper was named Ringio, which is means snarl. Um, so Scrapper was named Snarl. Grapple was named Hook. What was Hook named? Hook was named Rostra, which translates to uh, beak. Longhaul was named Machino, which means boulder. And Mixmaster was named Rolo, which means roll. Not to be confused with Rolo Tomasi. And Devastator was named Devastator. So hopefully I did not butcher the Italian language too bad with that reading. Uh, so to any of my listeners in Italy, uh, my apologies. My apologies also to all of my Italian teachers growing up. Mrs. Sausalito, Mr. Guadagno, Mrs. Tomaselli, Mr. Veneziano, and Mrs. Cavallo. Hopefully I did you proud, or maybe not. But from there, that will wrap up this edition of Transformers University. If you like the show, please swing on by our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash tfuinfo. The show shows up there at the same time it does on the podcast feed on Apple iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher, wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Uh, but additionally, we have some other great content on the YouTube channel, and I don't want you to miss out. Also, we are trying to get to 1,000 subscribers over on YouTube, and uh, we are holding a contest to get us to that goal. I am giving away a Studio Series Thundercracker, uh, the final Toys R Us exclusive, and that will be given away as soon as we hit 1,000 subscribers. We got about 260 to go, but that toy is not being given away until we hit 1,000 subscribers. So all you have to do is go to the video uh, that is on the YouTube channel, leave a comment, and you're entered. You don't even have to subscribe to enter. But if you want to know if you've won, the first place you're going to hear about it is on that YouTube channel. So subscribe, and you'll find out if you've won. Of course, if you'd like to keep up with the show, you can catch me on all the social media you like. Instagram, Facebook.com slash TFUINFO. That is Instagram.com slash TFUINFO. Facebook.com slash TFUINFO. And Twitter.com slash TFU underscore INFO or just at TFU underscore info. Lastly, don't forget, Amazon Prime Day is coming up July 16th, 2018. Be sure to use our Amazon link and help support the show as well. TFU.info slash Amazon. That will get you to Amazon.com. Won't cost you any extra and anything you buy, Amazon sends us back a little bit of money as a thank you. Finally, next episode, we are going back to the G1 cartoon. Season 2, episodes 16 through 20. We're going to talk about some Megatron's master plan, some master builders, and a handful of other episodes on the next episode of Transformers University. Until then, I am your host, Anthony Bricali. See ya. Convoy.